about to receive your word. We pray for revelation. We pray for Rima. And we ask for fresh anointing of understanding. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, God bless you. And um, a very good evening to everyone here. And I thank God that he has given us another opportunity to come and come and hear his word. Hallelujah. And um, this evening, we are here to receive the message that we started this week concerning the communion. Concerning the communion. And even as we have come to receive, I want you to get your notebook and your pen, your Bible, as we continue. Uh, main passage is from 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23 to 30. And um, on Tuesday, we read, as the scripture told us from this passage concerning Paul and the church of Corinth in the city of Corinth, where I explained that these people used to be known as the Corinthians because of the worldliness that they used to have amongst them, how they used to act, how they used to live. And um, as a result of this kind of culture that was circulating amongst them, the church emerged. And so these people thought that, well, it would be wise for us. I mean, it's normal for us to live in this world. So for this reason, uh, if we go to church, what we are doing is not different when we can also come to church. So they started going to the church and doing all sorts of things in the church. And um, even as some of the prostitutes were being saved and they wrote the letter to Paul, Paul had to write back to them. So as we, we, we see from the passage, Paul was trying to correct some of the things that they were doing. And one of them happened to be the communion, which they had mis um, lack of understanding about. They used to take the communion anyhow. And here comes Paul telling them the consequences of those who lack revelation of the communion or those who don't discern when it comes to the communion that these people will grow weak or they die or they become sick or those who are weak and sick amongst them was as a result of they not being able to have a revelation of the communion so i would read the scripture once again even as we continue with the message in first corinthians 11 verse 23 to 30. So Paul writes to them and he says that, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. And he continues to say that, Therefore, whoever eats this bread, or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body 
and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. Amen. And so we got the rev some revelations on Tuesday concerning the communion, which taught us that um, the communion is a revelation that must be received by the believers. In other words, you must have a revelation about the communion before it becomes impactful in your life. And already we've started learning about some of the blessings. And what I want you to know is that if you don't have a revelation about this communion, some of the blessings that, that I talked about, it may not happen in your life. Like what we talked about concerning your eyes will be opened and that your strength will be restored and that you receive life. If you don't have revelation about the communion as a believer, you will not be impacted by these blessings. Okay, so the number two, we got to learn that the bread is the body of Jesus. And the bread broken means Jesus was wounded. And I explained that witches boosts that they eat human flesh. And we also boast that we eat the flesh of Jesus, the body of Jesus. Which means that if witches are feared for eating human flesh, then we also must be feared for eating the flesh of Jesus or the body of Jesus. In other words, we become powerful for eating the communion. You see, so this is one of the revelations oh, that I'm, I'm trying to give to you. That witches are feared. I mean, when we hear witches, all we are thinking about is they have come to come and eat meat. Human meat. So, if we are the other time, I think I was listening on radio, one young girl who was a witch but um, had gotten delivered and she was sharing the number of men and their manhood that she has taken from them. And she was sharing that it was about 200 and something men, their manhood she has stolen from them. <laughs> hey, our witches, they are serious. Oh, 200. <laughs> he has taken it, he has eaten their manhood. <laughs> Mercy, yeah, yes. There are some witches who, I mean, once they are delivered, they come. They tell that um, in, the, in the spiritual realm, they are old. They can say that they are 300 years old. And they, are, they have young children or young people. And they, they, they will tell you that they, they, they are queens or they are kings in the witchcraft kingdom or in the place that they are ruling. And for them, their lifetime, they have taken about 800 lives from this earth is that serious african witches you don't joke with them yes prophet kofiel drew i don't know if some of you know him one day he was like um, some some people on social media were saying that so this man why is it that every time he's shouting 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 and he was like in africa you have to shout because if you don't shout, they won't hear. Isturanaba will say that where he comes from, the manner in which he has to act in his preaching is scream and shout. That is the way the witches will understand him. If he comes and he does himself cool, 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 the witches, they will take control over him. It's not America. Ghana is not America. The African witches, their lifestyles are different. <laughs> so, our prayers too must be different. Maybe if you travel and you go outside the country, then your prayers will change. But here in Africa, the witches, they only understand shouting. 
So you have to scream and shout for them to understand you. Hallelujah. Even in Ghana here, Ghana, normally, even the children, you, when, when they are doing st something stubborn, you can't tell them that, oh, baby, stop what you are doing. It's not a good thing. Like the way the Americans do, you have to shout, Kojo! Jadi, how you know? Before they listen. When Jadi, how you know? They are Bobby, but Bobby. I remember sometime this lady in my own eyes stone pa the son i don't know her, if the woman was good in rugby or uh, baseball the way she threw the stone and the stone was chasing the boy i was like hey ghana we are experts in beating people <laughs> ghanian mothers Clap for Ghanaian mothers. <laughs> Ghanaian fathers and Ghanaian mothers. Hey, experts. Yes. Now you know the eyes they will give to you. If you don't humble yourself, you, when you get home, you'll see. <laughs> yes. So this is Africa that we are living in. And we talk about witches. It's everywhere, all right. But in Africa itself, there is a manner in which you need to deal with the witches. And if you are not an expert in dealing with the witches, by the time you realize everything of yours have been taken away. Yes. So, Charlie, you don't have to, especially with the communion, knowing that we can now boost of the human flesh. Okay which now when we take the communion the witches are now afraid of us because what they are doing they believe in it so we to what we are doing we also believe in it that it carries power hallelujah yes yeah, so the communion has the ability um, the flesh the body of christ has the ability to overcome so many things number three the cup stands for the blood and we got to understand that the wound okay is the there's the flesh and the stripes which brought about the ooze oozing of the blood explaining that by his stripes we are healed not just saved but we are also healed okay so no longer are you a sickler because the communion has come to take away every sickness from you so i declare anyone having an issue with health receive your healing right now by the power of the communion in jesus name and we'll be taking communion again this evening i think it's, it's a good thing that we are doing right yeah because in this season i can see weariness and tiredness amongst people but the communion is going to keep you by the grace of god we thank god for that yeah number four we must do it as often as we can proclaiming the lord's death till he comes which means that you can do it every day which means that anytime you are not in the mood you can minister the communion to yourself anytime you're angry you don't need a pastor to be around you have your bible you just open the scripture first corinthians 11 verse 23 to 30 you just read it you recite the communion i mean you can even look for some scriptures concerning the communion you minister it unto yourself and then you take it you see the power you see the power we do it in proclaiming the lord's death in remembrance of his death that when he came to die he took away all our transgressions he took away all our pain our troubles our struggles so no longer are you a slave to sin or fear or trouble or anger or pain the communion takes it away hallelujah hallelujah and then finally those who eat it in an unworthy manner are those who eat without discerning the lord's body or having knowledge okay or being enlightened by the lord's body these are those who die 
and are weak. And we can find it in the scriptures where Paul said in verse 27, that for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself. So you don't eat the communion in an unworthy manner. So Paul was telling the church of Corinth that this communion that you are taking, you don't eat it in an unworthy manner because it was Jesus Christ that ministered it unto us. And he ministered it in the spirits. The day when he was arrested, the day when the beginning of his death to the cross, crucifixion began. So you don't joke with it. You don't joke with the, the, the death of someone who came to save our, our, our lives on the cross of Calvary. So if you take it in an unworthy manner, like some people taking it like they are eating brodo and it's bright and a fanta. It's not a, a worthy manner. It's an unworthy manner. Okay. He broke the bread and he ministered it with a drink. You don't actually even take the communion to be full with that intention that me de, me de communion, I mean, no, it's wrong. You actually take it to minister the bread, the body, and then the blood, the drink, the, the cup, the blood of Jesus to bring deliverance, healing, miracles, blessings into your life. So don't take it in an unworthy manner. You see, and just as I was sharing, usually people, as we were growing, we were taught that, oh, if you are a sinner, you don't have to come to take the communion. It is actually the other way around that it's a sinners that are even supposed to take the communion and be ministered. Rather, those who don't have revelation of the communion are those who don't have to take it. Because there are Christians who don't take it for anything, which is wrong. It's very wrong. Hallelujah. Yes. Um, in, in, in dealing with Jesus Christ, there are certain things that you must be careful about. Because these things, if you are not careful about them, it might bring problems to you. Amen. And so yesterday, we also got to learn about five blessings of the communion. And number one, we got to learn about how Jesus Christ was working from... Emos, Emos, was walking um, seven miles on a seven miles journey with two people. And um, once he got to their destination with them um, from Emos, he ministered the communion to them. And as they took it, their eyes were opened. But before their eyes were not opened, which means that the blessing of the communion is that it can open your spiritual eyes. So they were walking seven miles journey from Emos to Jerusalem while they encountered Jesus Christ and they were talking, 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 talking. And Jesus Christ told them that these people are very foolish because they don't even understand the purpose of the coming of Jesus Christ. So he had to explain from the time of Moses even to the the New Testament to the death and crucifixion and to his resurrection. And afterwards, when night had fallen, where they had gotten to the place where they could have departed, the people invited him and told him that, oh, why don't you join us and then spend the night with us? So when he spent the night with them, he broke the bread. The Bible says he broke the bread. He blessed it. He broke it and he gave it to them. The Bible says then their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished from their sight. So the communion opens your eyes to behold Jesus Christ. And I pray that may your eyes be opened. Number two is that you receive strength from the communion. And we learn from the time of Elijah in 1 Kings 19 from verse 1 to 8 where Jezebel was in search of Elijah to kill him and feed him to the dogs. And so Elijah had to run and he went to sit under a boom tree where he was depressed and um, as a result of that whilst he was depressed thinking and telling god that take my life away he lay down to rest and sleep and whilst he was asleep the bible says an angel came with baked cake on coals and a jar of water which was a spiritual meal 
representing the communion. So the angel called, tapped Elijah, told him that he should eat. Elijah took it the first time and he lied down to sleep again. The Bible says the angel came again and tapped him to eat because his journey was long. So Elijah took it and the Bible explains that he went on this meal for 40 days and 40 nights on a journey. One meal, 40 days, 40 nights, which means that the communion gives strength. He went on the strength of the food 40 days and 40 nights as far as Mount Horeb. 40 days and 40 nights. Yes, which means that the journey that he took was about 40 days and 40 nights journey. Walking on a journey. And you can imagine, for some of us, we walk like two minutes, three minutes. We are tired. We stand for about two, three minutes. We are tired. But Elijah walked in the strength of the food 40 days and 40 nights as far as Mount Horeb. So think about it. That is the communion carries that power to strengthen you. And I pray that may you receive the strength by communion. And number three is that you receive life. Where well, yesterday I was explaining concerning a boy, a young boy by the name Eutychus, who when Paul was preaching, and as I was explaining that Paul was um, known as a good writer, but not really of a good preacher. And um, I was explaining that as Paul was preaching, the Bible explains that he had come there to preach to them and also to um, break the bread with them. Okay. So one thing I want you to understand is that gathering, the purpose of gathering is also to break the bread. The purpose of the gathering is to break the bread. Yes. So for those of you who, I mean, when you are called to come to church or come and sing or come and do something for that, and then you are doing yourself some styles, what I want you to know is that we can do without you. Because, yeah, the Bible explains that the purpose of the gathering, okay, when the disciples came together to break bread, they came together to break bread, which means that the purpose of gathering is to break bread, to commune. <laughs> so for those of you who feel so big that, Charlie, the church cannot do without me, you know, you can go. We will still break the bread. Yes. And as they were breaking the bread and Paul was preaching the word, this boy by the name Eutychus, he thought he could sleep in the midst of Paul's preaching. So God taught him a lesson. And from a three-story building, but he, fell, he fell down. So for those of you, as I was explaining, who are experts in sleeping at preaching messages, at the time of preaching, you will not find any point in time, but when they are preaching, then you sleep. I'm here to tell you, I know you people are here, you are experts. Your eyes, it cannot hold preaching messages. You need to watch some of these things, okay? You know, even as we are playing around, these things are very important. But you see, even though this boy was um, dead as a result of his sleeping, dreaming and seeing himself flying in the air, hey, me too, me too. Then, then you see the plane, Sh -sh plane, plane. I'm flying like a bird. Not to know that he was dead. <laughs> Not to know he was dead in his dreams, from dreams to death. And as a result of that, the people were troubled. But see, Paul looked at them and he told them that don't be troubled or don't trouble yourselves, for this life is in him. This boy's life is in him. So the Bible explains that when he had come up, he had broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even till daybreak, the Bible says he departed. So after he departed, 
they brought the young man in alive and they were greatly comforted which means that the communion giveth life and can also restore life to even those who are dead both physically and spiritually so as a believer one thing i want you to know is that the communion gives you life but don't forget that all these things if you don't have a revelation about it it will not have an impact in your life this evening i want to teach the last two which has to do with i want to teach the last two I want to teach the last two, which has to do with the five blessings of the communion. Okay. All right. So number four is that you become a part of Jesus. When you take the communion, one of the blessings is that you become a part of Jesus. And let me explain this to you. You see, we are in a world where some of us we feel like we don't belong amongst groups and we feel like some of our friends don't like us we are not part of some groups or some kind of gang or clique that maybe is has we we people see them as of high standard but one thing i've come to realize is that what's what at all is of these people that makes them of high standard because once they are part of the world they are classified as people who have conformed to the standards of this world so they are of high standard in this world which i believe as a low standard you see as a believer it's a blessing for you to become a partaker or be a part of the family of jesus or have a sense of belonging with jesus because jesus is not classified as a person of the world he's of high standard seated on high places above principalities powers and demons so you see when these people reject you and you are not part of them don't let it disturb you at all don't let it disturb because they are of low standard like there is nothing about them that cannot can be compared to you as a part of jesus christ do you get what i'm saying because you you have even crossed demons where they themselves know they haven't even crossed demons they are seven under demons you have crossed demons and you are seated by jesus christ at the right hand side of the father do you get what i'm saying so when people are on social media instagram showing their dresses and their makeups and a whole lot of things and they are trying to give you pressure that pressure is the pressure of the world you too go on social media and give them pressure a pressure of god because for such people, they are of low standard. They don't even have any form of honor or dignity. Like you look at them, they expose themselves, their body. They want you to know that they have six packs or they are tall, big men, handsome. They want you to know they are beautiful. They are showing you their backs, their stomach. They have flat tummy. They have hips. They have breasts, buttocks, whatever. These are low standard people because they, their concentration is on the abortus or their brains is on the abortus it's on their stomach they are not wise they, these are foolish people of low standard and i'm telling you for such people if you worry yourself to associate yourself with them wow you have you have just cut off your future because their brains is in the abortus whereby in just some few years those bottles will shrink and their husbands will be chasing after small small girls think about it all so instead of making your brains 
enter your bottles. Let your brains stay in your head. Let it stay in your head. Instead of making your brains enter your stomach, some people, their, their brains is in their stomach. They be accommodating me. They be accommodating me. Their brains is in their stomach. <laughs> it's in their stomach. So for such people, if you follow them, even their side is better. <laughs> their side is better. Because even those people, cry, they are using their brain. I mean, they are thinking, they are dancing for money. Now those people, they are thinking about food. <laughs> Jesus. If you ask Jesus. <laughs> oh, yes. For, so for such people, don't, don't, don't concentrate on God. You see, you give pressure. See, someone who is, I mean, a Christian has been able to build the spiritual life, become a partaker of Jesus, has brains, intelligence in the things of God. Every man, every woman would want such a person. Like, I mean, how many of you wouldn't want a, to marry a husband who has a character like mine? Prayerful, able to preach the word. Let, let's be honest with ourselves. You're going to look for a Salome. <laughs> Do you know Salome? The man who is a comedian. Missy, a gentleman, and I'm a two if you Cook for me. As I suck you from the house. Accommodate me. They be accommodate A man who always tell you that every day is hungry. That's a man you want to marry. Or a woman who said that my hair is messy. I want some money. I want some money to go and do my hair. Oh, honey, I, I have to go to the gym. Gym, you see, I have to, I have to keep in shape. Do you understand? Or a woman who is always on the phone, lack of brains, lack of sense. So you see, for such people, don't worry yourself to follow them. They are just giving you some kind of pressure of low standard. Are you getting what I'm saying? Pressure of like nothing. Pressure of nothing. You are following after nothing. Nothing. These are people who invest into their bodies. They don't invest into anything better. You mark my words. In some few years, we, we will compare ourselves to those who spend their times building on their bodies. And we'll see what will happen. We'll see. When you are driving... By that time, there will not be such things as land cruiser and stuff. Maybe we'll be having cars that fly and we'll see compared to them. They will now be looking at you and say, Hey, Charlie, this lady, I knew her. We used to go to the same church together. Those days, they were using the iPhone 11 Pro Max. Every time there is a new phone released, you see that they have changed their phones. In that day or that time, they will now be looking for you for your number, trying to reach out to you. Let that be your story. Where you will not even be, have time to even respond to calls because, Charlie, every second you have an appointment in another country. Like two, two minutes later, you, you should be going to uh, South Korea or maybe. Bahamas or Barbados, a country to just go and then buy some clothes and come and give it to the poor. You are just traveling home to go and buy clothes for the poor in Ghana. That would be your story. You are just traveling on, on, on flights with a private jet, just clothes to come and give to an orphanage home. That would be your story. Yes.
So don't worry yourself and be troubled by the things you are seeing now. Oh, you don't have it. You wish that you could get what they had so that you'll be on Instagram and everyone will worship you. Forget about it. Concentrate on God. Concentrate on God. A time will come, it will chase after you. So you see, your, the communion makes you become a partaker of Jesus. You see, Jesus Christ didn't worry himself. Oh. He was once a carpenter. A small boy, carpenter. He spent his time studying the word, preparing himself. Generations have come to pass. We hear of Jesus. We hear of the 12 apostles. The 12 apostles, if you don't know anyone, you know of Peter. You know of John. You know of Matthew. Yes. Please, Luke was not part of the apostles. I beg you. Luke was a physician. I beg you. But he was a writer. He was part of those who wrote the four great books. If you don't know anything in the Bible, you know of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yes. That would be your story. So concentrate and become a part of Jesus. I believe I'm preaching something. Are, are we enjoying this message? Is it making sense? Yes. Wow. Don't worry. Don't be troubled by the things of the world at all. A time is kind. You see, and when we say the time is kind, it's just a short time. You'll be surprised. <laughs> You'll be surprised. It can even be tomorrow or tonight. John 6, verse 56. He says that he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. So once you become a partaker of the communion, you abide in Jesus. You remain in Jesus. And Jesus remains in you. He was Jesus. Otimimo. Otimimo. Otimakumemuda. He was Jesus. Otimimo. Otimakumemuda. I have Jesus who lives in you. See, you can lose everything in this world, but if you have Jesus, you haven't lost anything. See, everything shall pass away except my word. So if God lives in you, you will live to eternity. You will forever be remembered. And I pray that may you be remembered because Jesus lives in you. You see, at funerals, eh, when they are mentioning and they are giving this kind of um, obituary about people, uh, is it, Jesse, is it eulogy? Is it eulogy? Let me check the dictionary. I think it's eulogy. Yes, a speech or piece of writing that praises someone or something highly, especially a tribute to someone who has just died. Okay, so when they are given an eulogy about someone, they usually say good things about the person. Sometimes it's not true, but it's almost can be. Coincidentally, be crampo, then they'll come and stand there and they'll say something nice. But you see, they will find certain things to say about you which is not true. Or why not? And, and you see, they will say it all right, but they know in their hearts that what they have said is not true. So in some two seconds, they'll forget what they said about you, and you'll even be forgotten. But here in the case, we are talking about even after they have said things about you, your name will still remain in their hearts. Yes. Why? Because... Jesus remained in you. And when they are talking about you, they will talk about the Jesus factor. That this is what you were able to do in Christ. So you take the communion to abide in him and he in you. So now everything about you is about Jesus. Everything about Jesus is you. Jesus thinks about you. You also think about him. This is wonderful. That you become a part of Jesus. Which means that everything that Jesus did, you can do it. 
if Jesus walked on water, you can walk on water. It is possible. The communion. If Jesus was a healer, you can be a healer. You become a part of Jesus. If Jesus was a miracle worker, you can be a miracle worker. This is what it means. Become a part of Jesus. Not that you are, you are building your hips. <laughs> you are building your hips. Or six packs. Six packs need Do we eat it? The hips, do we eat it? See, so become a partaker of Jesus and do the things that he did. You make impact in this world. That is the power of the communion. Yes. In other words, things that you were not able to do, that people didn't recognize you for doing them, you do them. As a result of what I'm doing, for some of you, I never knew you. I've never seen your face before, but you are receiving from me. And I'm telling you, it's because I've become a part of Jesus. Who knows where we are going? Who knows? This is the power of the communion. Number five. There is an explosive growth in a church. There is an explosive growth. One thing I also want you to know is that the communion carries power to bring growth amongst us. Establishment and growth in the body of Christ and in the church. Increase in church. Acts chapter 2, verse 46 to 47. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they eat their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. You see, so the Bible explains that to us, they continually went and they stayed in one accord in the temple and they were breaking bread, having communion. The church increased in the number of souls. Yes. So you see, communion brings establishment to growth in church. Yes. So for those of us who don't know, this communion that we have started taking, you begin to see that for some of you who were not really established in your church life, who have not really been convicted and saved, you begin to see changes in your life. And out of you, you realize that there are fruits increase, increase, increase. So as we are taking the church the, in the, amongst us, ministering together, the communion, breaking the bread together, there will be growth. There will be growth. There will be growth. There will be growth. I see an increase. I see an increase. I see an increase in the church financially. In every area, I see an increase in the salvation of souls, in the salvation of souls by the power of the communion. I declare that by the power of the communion, we are increasing in the salvation of souls. We will testify of souls being added amongst us daily, 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 in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. La da ba 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 zada ba, ra ba 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 ba. Zala da da ga da ga da, zala da ba ba shadiaba shadabaye shadabaye. Somebody lift your voice. Speaking the language of the spirit. Raba ba 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 ba, zala ba 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 ba, zele de gede, zele ba da ba, zele de zabranda, zala ba ba ba, zele lele belebe. Oh, the power of the communion. Lozila ba, lodo do do zigada, zebele balaba. Zada balabada, zadigoze, rebebelaba, zamama mama, salada bababa, lo shada balabada, zedegedegede, zada bababa, rabababada, kadabada badaba, zada bababa yakaba, rabababa, hilado shadaba, hey, 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 kadabababa, zala badaba. Zada ba 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 ba, 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Now I want you to take your communion. Wherever you are right now, take your communion. Take your communion. So wherever you are, I believe you have taken it by now. Um, take the bread up, just as we are doing all the time. I think every evening we need to minister the communion. We will be ministering this every evening, just as the church in the days of Paul and the apostles were doing. All right, so learning that the bread signifies the body of Jesus, we have come to see its blessings. That as we take the body, we become partakers, we become part of Jesus Christ, and we know that. The bread, the and we know that the bread, the body signifies the wound, how his wounds he was broken on the cross through to the cross of Calvary, beaten, he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement for our peace he said that we should do this in remembrance of him as he took the bread and he broke it on the day when he was arrested as you take the bread I declare these blessings, five blessings upon you. May your eyes be opened. Receive strength. Receive life. Become a part of Jesus. And let there be an explosive growth amongst us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare that may you become more powerful than witches and demonic powers by this bread the flesh in the mighty name of jesus i declare that whatever that is not part of you of jesus that is a part of you let it be taken away as you are taking the body of jesus in the mighty name of jesus Kala digo sela kata logodo takalimo valadiba mazaladimo kalatali lobron nemaseta shaba may your eyes be opened to see and behold Jesus and have a revelation of Jesus, not a revelation of the world, and be in this world. I pray that may you be taken out. Of your carnality 
and be brought to your spiritual senses. Live by this body, by the strength of his body throughout the rest of your life. The body of Jesus. Please take it. So please take the cup, whatever that it may be, a drink, water, whatever that you have with you at this moment. Don't go and take light soup, saying that that's the cup. No light soup. All right. So just as he took the cup and he did to the bread, he shared it amongst them. And then he said, in this same manner, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it. In remembrance of me as often which means that we can do it every day every day look you can do it look 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 you can do it every day every day if you want morning afternoon evening night before you sleep you can minister it onto your life i pray that even as we take the cup which signifies the blood that was shed on the cross of calvary that we will obtain salvation and be purified from all sins and that we will be ushered into the new covenant not only that, that we will obtain peace and also be healed from any form of sickness. I declare every sickness, every problem with your blood, every sickness, as you are taking this cup, this blood, may you be healed completely. No sickness as coronavirus, HIV, AIDS, diabetes, pressure. You are free from them all in the name of Jesus. I declare that as you take the blood, you are ushered to that new covenant. Jesus Christ was never sick. He was never sick. As a matter of fact, he was a healer of those who are sick. I declare that you will never be sick but you will bring solution to people's sicknesses in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive your healing. I declare that this blood that brought the miracle of salvation unto us. May you receive a miracle in your life. These five blessings. These five blessings. Your eyes be opened. Your eyes be opened. Your strength be restored and revived. May you live and go throughout the rest of your life with the strength of this cup. Receive life, 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 life from this blood, from this blood. Become a part of Jesus and let there be supernatural explosive growth amongst us. Yes, testimonies. Increase, increase, increase in the name of Jesus. I declare that everyone here that is becoming a partaker 
has been ushered. Let whatever you are taking lose its tendency and receive power in Jesus' mighty name. The blood of Jesus. Please take that blood. Yes. Receive your miracle now. La ba 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 sha da ba 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 ba. Ba la ba 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 za ba la ba. That person having a problem in the throat, receive your healing. That person having a problem in the eyes, in the ears, receive your healing. That's headache that comes and goes receive your healing that body pain stomach pain back pain receive your healing those pains that you have been experiencing in your legs sometimes receive your healing receive it now those evil dreams i declare your healing your healing those who are spiritually burdened Receive your miracle now. I declare your liberation, your liberation from that fear, that fear, that fear. It be taken away. I declare it be taken away now. In the name of Jesus, let angels carry you from that place of burdens to that place of joy everlasting joy and peace that you will rejoice and testify in the glory and in the power of god over your life in the name of jesus christ kalose 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 malagwad malagwad yes somebody begin to thank the lord thank the lord wherever you are Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. By this communion, by this communion, you have received a solution. Yes, someone is being revived right now. That trouble is being taken away. I see it being washed away. I see your your brain being washed, cleansed from every trouble pain that has made you feel stagnant in your brains in your hearts yes whatever that was weighing down that heaviness has been taken away to the father to jesus the son and give him the glory and give him all the glory. Give glory. Oh, come to the Father, to Jesus, the Son, and give him the glory father we give you glory we praise your holy name in jesus mighty name we have prayed with thanksgiving we know that lord you have answered us you have wiped away all our tears you have given us a solution to our problems we thank you for such a beautiful one word we give you glory amen this is coffee k and it's a blessing to know you are here kindly subscribe to my podcast on apple podcast and podcast addicts on android play store also follow my page on instagram and facebook with the same name and i'll be glad to hear from you stay safe and god bless you